When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've been having fun, man. Yeah, been talking been all hours of the night. All hours of the night. It's like I'm friendly again, man. Man, I'm playing. I haven't as a, seen you this giddy since uh, you were playing. Uh, since I was what's that pussy. game? Well, yeah, there's there's that, and then there was the uh, game that was the um, was with the maidens. Yeah, Super Columbine Massacre. That's what <laughs> it was. remember that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Ref- refresh my memory. Um, it's a very misunderstood RPG, um, that really should be, um, taught in schools, mm. is what it should be, so. There you go. Yeah, man. It's like, uh, it's like Bully. It's like Bully. I remember that game got a lot of shit. I can't remember why. It was like, your kid's gonna call other kids fat. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I can't remember what pissed uh, all these parents off about it. This is like a T-rated game, but hold on, I'm looking it up. It was... Oh, it pissed off parents and teachers, so like, the right people. Uh, parents and mm. fucking, fucking nerds is who it pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really don't like have any love loss for like the, the SEMO education department. Um, so, I mean, like, I empathize with teachers. I mean, that's what my degree's in. Um, but I don't like them. (laughs) I like, they should be paid more, have the best benefits. Um, but, like, I don't, I don't have to like them. Same with nurses, you know. Nurses, I like, I dislike way more than teachers. That's what it is. (laughs) Nurses, nurses love to drink themselves off. You just lost my mom. I thought my mom's gonna. Th- my mom always said that you know oh, Tom's okay. in my corner. Tom no, supports no, not, me. Yeah, no, no, Sue, no. Like, listen, <laughs> nurses have a terrible job, and so far that they have a terrible job. Sure, I get that, but like, no one's no one's out there being like, hey, we just took a draft, and you have to be a nurse. You have to get pooped on and watch people die. I'm like, people join it of their own volition, and I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, but they're, you know, they can be paid more as everyone, but I think they're fairly well compensated. Like, a lot of hospitals. Depends on what kind of nurse you are. Depends. If you're, if, a real nurse, yeah. an RN, you know, a real nurse. Man, that's going to. Are you, uh, well, are you a tech? Are you an LPN? Are you get, an RN? We're going to get blasted on social media on this. I'm one. not getting blasted. But, fucking Matty Healy style. Yeah, no, no. no. I, yeah, someone <laughs> someone has to not be a pussy and speak the truth on this pod. But uh, I encounter, like, they get their tuition forgiven. Um, they get 
really deep, really good middle class money. You can be a traveling nurse, you can get a stipend. Like it's a it's a profession that a lot of people enter in one because a lot of you know, we always need a lot of nurses and two. It's pretty well compensated. Not gonna lie, like yeah, I get it. it sucks, you know. You have to clean out some old man's bowels who probably is screaming maga maga or something or saying that COVID's a lot. COVID's a lie while they fucking die in front of you. Like I get that. And that 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 that's uh, that that old man is me. Yeah. That old um, man is you. Yeah. You have to clean. You know, like I empathize with nurses. Get don't get me wrong, but you know, I mean, you have to deal with Josh's festering putrid sack of an ass, his caustic colon. Okay, I get that. I get that. Um, but like, you're taken care of. Like, and you get like every discount everywhere you go. So, the real heroes are the doctors, the male, the white male doctors. <laughs> All the Dr. Caldwell's out there, uh, shout out. <laughs> no, uh, no shit. I had, like, I've had doctors and surgeons come into Verizon being like, why don't I get a discount? I'm like, because you're a fucking doctor. Get the fuck out of my sight. Like, <laughs> Steve Jobs coming in. Why can't I get, you know? I have a lot of student loan debt, okay, man? Come on. Yeah, no, you're, you're going to pay it off way quicker than me. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know why I said Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs comes in. He's like, boy, sure wish I wasn't dead. And then he just leaves mm. my store. <laughs> I, I wish there weren't worms in my ass right now. Mm. I wish worms I could tell my ass. kids I love them. So. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'll tell you who the real heroes are. Um, pizza delivery drivers. Those are heroes. That's a danger. Those are heroes. Those are fucking heroes. Yeah. Um, crypto scam artists um i don't know if you saw this josh but uh the you remember you remember the nft bubble we had like uh, oh yeah it's like 95 percent of all those nfts value have dipped to zero um those are the real heroes right there just which now is the time money. to buy now is the time to buy it's never been i seem time. to recall a couple of years ago as part of a Cardinals promotion, I went to a game where Matt Holiday was being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and uh, they part of our ticket got us a Matt Holiday NFT. Now, Tom, are you saying that that is not going to have a direct monetary value? That is what I'm putting the college fund in with my future children um, on, and what what does this mean for me, Tom? Former St. Louis Cardinal prospect, or sorry, Cardinals prospect, current one, Evan Mendoza, minted an NFT called Diamond Dogs NFT. Jesus Christ, it looks like shit. Someone should, like, really, like, I believe everyone should be allowed to think and believe how they see fit, except, uh, except these, like, venture capitalist libertarian bros. Like, they really should be jailed, I feel like. Not only, like, they're the kind of scum that, like, takes, like, money from old people, like, HLN people, but, like, they take money from anyone, and then they just, uh, they destroy it. <laughs> they destroy, that's all they do. Um, we should really, uh, I don't know, what's a, what's a, what's an appropriate punishment for, uh, for an NFT mentor, if you ran into one, Josh? What would you think should, uh... Um... 
I think every day is a yard sale, and Gary V has to visit it every single day. I think and just harass you. I think uh, I think a very appropriate punishment. Hear me out. Is that uh, you see all those minted NFTs that they spent money on, or they're planning to sell, and you just uh, you just right click and hit save image on. That's all. That's all you got to do. That is. Or oh, the snipping tool. Does I snipping. love the snipping tool. You do. You 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 moil. You gotta you gotta get that. <laughs> you would have been a very good rabbi. I feel like you would have knocked it out of the park with the circumcision game. They'd be like, "Man, this baby's got a tricky dick. We gotta get an Why are you expert acting in like, here." You act like my days are numbered. I, I I still think being a Jewish rabbi is in my future. You can be the world's first ex-Catholic Jewish rabbi. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna need a. I would need Bravo to weigh in on that. How 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 rabbi esque am I? That's a they bring you in like like an Expendables character. Be like, man, this baby's dick is just so none of us can cut or mm-hmm. chew through it. We need we need the best of the best in here. <laughs> yeah, my, give my little chompers. Yeah, um, and a bunch of rabbis come. It's like Josh Dumps. <laughs> Josh? Oh! Father Thompson, we need you. <laughs> ah, I call this the Thompson method. It's a it's a nibble and twist and motion that he does. Jacked. You have super yeah. huge ripped arms as you grab. Yeah, grab, yeah as, you, as you do the weird thing that they do. It's a dick, right? It's still genital mutilation. You know, a dick's a dick, I feel like. No yeah, but how. I feel like you gotta get you get, you gotta get that shit snip snipped. Really? I wish I had a sweater on my hog. Nah, little, I'm good. A little a little neck brace for my for my little crash. That shit'll stink. Yeah, I already got stink dick enough. I don't need that shit. <laughs> Why do you have stink? Like, <laughs> Why do you have? St- it's a crotch. It's that close it's, to your ass? <laughs> it's a crotch. I mean, kind of, but like, yeah, but it's a fucking crotch, man. Yeah, fucking. Sw- stank dick i mean that's why if i go more than one day without showering like if if i'm not on ever every 24 hour basis i feel like cartman in that episode where he's gonna make kyle lick his balls oh yeah um yeah. extra vinegary the only the only justice in this world is the justice you take <laughs> See the thing about Cartman and I, we we love we love a contract, and he had yeah. he had a contract. I love your contract. That's a, that's how he was he able mon- to do that. He he loves boy. a contract. I, uh, <laughs> I how many showers do you take a day? Do you take two showers a day? No, I, I I just take one. Okay, I take two showers almost not every day, but every other day, like games I ump or games where I feel like I'm a little too dirty. Are you a morning shower or evening shower boy? I've been swapping between. It, yeah. I kind of get to the point where I uh, I'll so I wash my sheets every week. But if I happen to go two weeks between washing my sheets, I will just uh, yeah. I'll just be like, well, my sheets are already kind of fucking gross, so I'll just shower in the morning. Um, but like that first uh, week, definitely after I've washed them, I have all clean shit. I'm like, do you I'm showering think, every night. Do you think? You could um, expand the lifespan of the sheets before proper hygiene if you showered at night. So, like, think of think of this. That's someone. someone that's why I do. 
Okay. But like after a week, after a week, the sheets the sheets are already soiled uh, effectively. Because I was thinking. So, so so that's what I switch over to showering in the morning because I don't need to be like yeah. Because you got my, that at my yeah, best. Yeah. I see. I was thinking, which is the most dangerous thing I can do to myself. Um, like. You go out, you work, you get all that stank on you, and then you go to bed and you roll in it, and then you wake up mm-hmm. and you just wash it off. And I'm like, what if you just maybe there's a point to like cleaning all that stank off and then getting into bed? Yeah, this is the real kind of discussions. Okay. Uh, this is the kind of shit that got Max Kellerman kicked off first take, is he was all mm. he was all morality and philosophy and being blacker than Stephen A. Smith. And, you know, they couldn't handle that. They couldn't handle that truth. They couldn't handle real wait, talk like that. Wasn't a... Oh, God. Wait, I'm trying to think I've, if I have Max Kellerman the right face in mind. Max Kellerman's super white. and uh, Yes, this yeah. guy. Because he always cracked me up with that line where it's like, who do you want shooting the game-winning shot in the NBA Finals Game 7? And he's yep. like... Everyone's like, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. And he's like, give me Andre Iguodala. Like... <laughs> I mean, Iggy does have a ring, and Iggy is clutch, but you're taking Iggy over Steph? That, like what? A, no, they had, like, a story or an interview that Stephen A. came out about, like, how, like, he didn't mesh well with Max, and really, like, Max is, I'm quoting Terrell Owens here, but T and Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg said the same thing, but they credited Max as being blacker than Stephen A. Smith, because Max is woke is what it is like when the george floyd stuff came out max is like yeah dude this is fucked up and Stephen a's kind of like conservative minded on stuff like that and um yeah he, he like got brought on to be this token like uh like i guess like i i hate to say like token white guy but guy that like oh yeah you speak to white america Stephen a speaks to black america and uh you, you know just like just like that just like that movie Oppenheimer, you know, Prometheus stole the fire. Max Kellerman stole the fire from Stephen A. Smith <laughs> by having base-ass <laughs> politics on race and police. Like, I, you didn't, I didn't know this until I was watching the Dan Levitard show. Um, Max was in a rap group with his brother, and he can spit some fucking bars. <laughs> He's not good as rapper yeah. as Nick, but I tell you what, he can... I mean, he could, he could throw some shit down, man. Max Kellerman's... I used to think he was just an annoying little like dwarf man, but you know he's super bass man. He's, I bet he's got a hog on him. I bet he's got an mm. uncut hog on him. He's the only, he's the only one you would leave uncut, Rabbi Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to. Th- I'm, I've been thinking of like rap names for the Max Kellerman. Like, like I'm thinking something like Maxi Pad and Tampon. Like, it was just I called Max like and a... Sam. Is all it was called, Max yeah. and Sam. What? They had a music That's video lame. and all that. And he was like super scrawny, but um, hey, let's let's talk baseball. Let's try and do as much baseball as we can. He finally did it. He did it, folks. Two hundred wins for Adam Wainwright. I'm. He unfortunately won't be on the team next year. He won't be pursuing it. Yeah, you know, maybe we should bring him back. Yeah. Maybe we should talk All about right. it. All right. 225. 225. Let's get there. Let's get 220. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pitch until you're 80, getting that yeah. motherfucking 300. <laughs> mm. Sure, he's held together with duct tape, but, you know, 
There's always more duct tape. I really got to keep this show rolling. I really got to get back on that many wins project. Wayno is skipping a start. He might make one more appearance at home against, I think, the Reds is what they're planning on, but he's skipping his start against the Padres. Wayno with a 5-11 season, an ERA north of seven, and still somehow not the worst pitcher on this team. But he did it. He fucking did it. He won back-to-back games. He was... He, he he got it into gear. He got that elusive 199 against Baltimore, and then, like, reaching in, like, reaching in and pulling out his younger vintage self, man. Seven Billy innings. Billy Chapel. Billy Chapel. He fucking, he Billy Chapel the, the, the Brewers a couple nights ago. Seven innings, no runs, only six base runners, three strikeouts, one nothing game. And... You know how... An, Hell yeah, Billy. Got, hey, Billy. I scored your winning run. <laughs> and guess who scored? <laughs> eh, hello, El Billy. Uh, como se llama? <laughs> como se llama? <laughs> Gus Contreras, Billy. <laughs> Billy Wainwright. <laughs> Wilson Jesus. Contreras won the game. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> My brother Williams <laughs> on the other team. Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> Rose. Mexican. Oh, God. Tex Mex. John C. Riley's a good character. Hey! Hola! Uh, Wilson Contreras. He who's been through so much and will continue going through so much because he just hit the IL, so his season's done. But he hit his 20th bomb, and it was the game-winning shot as the Cards held on for a one nothing victory. Um, praise Allah. We didn't have to see him go out like we thought he was going to go out. He gets to go out somewhat on top, and we got ourselves a nice little feel-good moment this season. Needed that. Man. Fucking needed that. Hells Belsley came in, two Ks, an inning a third. Ground ball king, John King. A little rough, two-thirds of an inning. Helsley bailed him out. But you know what? They held the line. I'm Man. happy for him. You got any standout Wayno moments that come to mind? Um... I mean, there, there's there's the good and the bad in terms of, like, his career. Like, you know, obviously I think of, you know, game. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I'll start I mean, out with a good one. Game six, yeah. No, I, I'm thinking of game seven of the 06 NLCS. Oh, getting Brandon he, Inge. Looking, he, yeah. he threw that. No, not Brandon Inge, the NLCS when he. Uh, yeah, Carlos Beltran. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he just threw the nastiest fucking curveball you've ever seen. Right down the, the dick with like, Donald Trump looking behind him. Going, yeah, that's 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 day. some goat shit. He's um, so pissed up. I'm gonna run for president one day and deport Carlos Beltran. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I would say that's one that definitely is a positive one, and then. The whole, like, I think of the blight of the NL not having the DH for so long, and I think of that 2015 season where he tore his Achilles, and how different yeah. of a career he could have had had that injury not happened. 
Uh, uh, I mean, that's the thing about Wayno, and we've said this before on this pod, but it's been a while since we, we've said it, so we can revisit it. I think I estimated he probably lost, like, 60-ish starts, 60 to 70 starts. At least two seasons worth of games for if he, you know, he was 100% healthy, right? Yeah, because he got TJ, didn't he? He got Tommy John. Um, and then... He missed 2015. He missed 2018. You had the COVID year, 2020. You He missed all of 2011. He missed probably 10 to 12 starts in 2008. I mean, he gets a full season in 2020 and maybe doesn't lose two of those seasons. I mean, that's probably, I don't know, man, like an extra 40-ish, 40 to 50 wins possibly. I mean, those injuries occurred during when he was not missing a beat. Yeah. And if that doesn't happen, man, I mean, you're talking probably about an extra for three seasons, maybe 10 B-War, 50 to 60-something war guy, has near 250 wins. Hell, Wayne, he'd have over 2,500 strikeouts, probably 3,000 innings. It's kind of hard to say no to a guy like that to not put him in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. I think, like, I mean, we're going to have to use this kind of argument, I think, for, like, Jacob deGrom, right? Which is, I, you know, his greatness his greatness was so known, and he was a shoe-in Hall of Famer if his body just let him. Like, we did that with Kirby Puckett. That's why we got in. It was like, this guy was going to be a Hall of Famer in a couple seasons. He's already great. Let's shoe him in, right? And we're going to have that debate. I, I would say very, very, uh, uh, how would I, not conflicted. It'll be a very heated and rigorous one uh, over DeGrom. Because DeGrom, you know, if you're the best at your position for, I mean, how many years... Uh, do you think you should be the best? I mean, the best at your position before, like, you know, you would be considered a Hall of Famer, would you imagine? And I mean the best. Not near the best, but the best. Uh, can it be debated between a one and two? Or does it have to be far and away the best? Because it rarely feels um, like it's that how about way. How about, let's say, the top five pitchers in MLB at any time can be considered the best? So, you know, let's say okay. that. You're in that upper I, echelon, and you're on some seasons you are god tier above those dudes. But let's say that one through five mark. I'd say like six to seven years. Six, I think that's seven. solid. I think yeah. I think it'd be shorter because here's here's what's hurting Degrom because he's got like three or four of those years, and I mean three or four where he's at the precipice. Man, he is elite of the elite. And he's just staring. He's right at the motherfucking edge of like being like, yeah, he's totally a Hall of Famer. He's flying into the sun. But like, what a lot of Hall of Famers have with that, they have one. They have uh, supporting seasons where they're great to good that back that up, that provide counting numbers, that provide like contextual evidence to getting in. Um, Degrom has quite a, you know, he has like. Um, he broke in, what, 20, 2012, 2013? Let me pull up the DeGrominator here. Jacob DeGrom. I'm not a Jacob DeGrom guy. I mean, I'll just get that out while you look this up. Yeah. I, he, I think that he... 
yes, I'm like with you that yeah, he definitely had the makings of like a Hall of Fame career, just given on talent and mm-hmm. when he was 100 percent healthy. But I don't feel like ever in his career he's ever been a guy that you can fully rely on health wise and at least not have those concerns. And I know he's had healthy yeah. seasons. No, he, but, well, his last healthy season. I mean, I guess 2020, but really, like, full season's 2019. And, like, 2015 to 2019, you know, went from really good, and I would say 2018 to 2020, I would say, yeah, he's that top five. He's that upper echelon. And remember 2021, before he got hurt, he had, like, a fucking one ERA. He was striking out nearly 15 guys per nine. He was out of his fucking mind that season. Then he got hurt. Then he got hurt the year after, and he's hurt this year. I mean, I mean, I guess like if you know you're a baseball Hall of Fame voter, you might say to yourself, okay, you know, he misses seven starts in 21, he misses 20 starts in 22, and he misses 26 starts in 23. He's nearly 50 starts. He's gonna miss starts next year. He won't be back to what, like August next season. You know, well, wasn't he like, uh, like I feel like even early in his career, he had ups and downs with injuries. A little bit. I'm look. I got it. I just pulled up his page here. You know, he got called up. Here's the God. This thing that kind of pissed me off. He got like the Donaldson treatment. He didn't break onto the scene. You know, until his age 26 season. He, um. I don't know like how hurt he was in the minors. If I pull up his minors here, um, he met, yeah he had to have gotten hurt I think uh, when he was 22. Yeah, because he missed all of his age 23 season, um, full season, and when he was 25 gets called up at 26. You know, if Degrom's called up sooner, if he gets his big league, you know, if he matures enough, or you know, he starts his career sooner, you know, this is probably an easier discussion to have about his legacy. But, I mean, he starts at 26, and he wins his first Cy Young when he hits 30, and wins another one in the following year, and then then he's done. Essentially, he's cooked after that. Not talent-wise, just health. It's just, I mean, it's just sad. I mean, Wayno obviously enjoyed a more, he had more longevity over his career, so, like, what we're saying, you know, you know, just guys that, in one way or another, had, you know, their legacy. I want to say tarnish. Their, it just made their legacy it is what it is. You know, it just became a profound statement of it. Steven Strasburg, same way. Strasburg's probably a better example than DeGrom, when you think about it, Josh. Because Strauss, with as much hype, him feeling that hype, and if his body just let him, he'd yep. be a Hall of Famer. No one doubt. No one doubted his stuff. No one doubted his ability, his talent. But if his fucking body just let him do it, man. Here, I'll pull up his page. Thirteen-year career, threw over two hundred innings twice, pitched thirty or more starts three times, and in every season, man, twenty-something starts until the end. Till. Right after winning the World Series, which I'm happy he got. But, I mean, you look at Strauss's numbers. Yeah, there's four years, four seasons worth of shit right there that he missed. 
I mean, and if he stayed healthy up until this point, he's still pitching. Just sad. And Wayno kind of shares some of that, but he gets to... I mean, by some of it, he just shares the... Comp, you know, he, he got hurt and he missed some years on it. You know, he didn't have the hype that, you know, DeGrom or... Or sorry, that Strasburg had. Or like the ascent to the elite level that DeGrom did. But... To me, Jacob DeGrom's always been like a Jake Peavy type. Just a... Yeah. He had, like, a few, like, elite years where he was, like, obvi- like arguably the game's best pitcher. Um, but he kind of flamed out, and I think Texas is going to kind of be his uh, his San Francisco um, years. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I mean, DeGrom's going to be, what, 36, 37 when he comes back? from TJ, you know? Yeah, and assuming like, he does. Yeah, there's dudes that do it. I feel like... I mean, I feel like you can spot a Hall of Fame guy on it. Like, you know, this is just some rectum-derived analysis. But, like, dudes that dominate past 35, that's when you're, like, built different. Dude is built different. This is, you know, Hall of Fame pedigree right here. Or, you know, the baseball gods smile upon him. He is an ageless wonder when guys break down. I was looking at Verlander's stats and how his strikeout rates jumped after, like, his age 35 season. He won back-to-back Cy Youngs in Houston when he was old as shit. Max Scherzer's another one. Wayno, kind of. When he had that, you know, like, right after that Achilles tear, you remember? It was so bad for two seasons. He had like a mid-four yeah. and a low-five ERA season. And then I think he had like a four-something in 2019. He was like, all right, he's a back-end guy. In 2020, he's in 2021, he returns to A status. And even though 2022, he broke down at the end, he was still incredibly good. And like, it's just, I mean, I guess everything I'm going to talk about just kind of comes back to how like, it's just such a fucking bummer that, you know, I you know again, it's not the same as the guys are talking, but like Wayno, like if he didn't miss just two seasons worth of games, you know, we're talking about him going into Cooperstown most likely. Yeah. Or if he won those well, Cy hey. Youngs over Tim Lincecum. But Tom, it doesn't really matter because Wayno's going to have a big career ahead of him, and that's going to be when he breaks a big in the music industry. He is. He getting a little concert. So, I don't know. We should go up there and taunt it. We should heckle. Boo! Boo! You're so selfish! (laughs) It's like he's like a little kid and we're old grandparents in the nursing home and his like school choir comes and sings for us. And Mm -hmm. we're just like, oh, they think we like this because we're old and we love him. But this is fucking terrible. Yeah, no, we're the two curmudgeons on Muppets is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I am happy for him. You know, his whole career here. Um, folks probably knew this, but, like, when Wayno got traded here, he, like, immediately proposed to his wife. It's a real sappy story. You know, 
he comes here, he has, he catches 300-something fucking games with Yachty, you know. One of the stories I found when I was, when I was working on that project, I'm going to have to find time to do it because it's, it's, I think, got a lot of great material with it. Like, um, Yachty stole, not stole, I guess stole, he took the uh, World Series ball uh, from Game 7 in 06. And Wayno uh, had been, like, on his ass for years to get it back. And Yachty just, like, kept it. <laughs> nice. He's like, I want that ball. He's like, yeah, you'll get it one day. So I'm not sure if he ever got it. I'm still chugging along through it. But, you know, it's a fantastic legacy. And amidst a season where everyone we've loved as a baseball player has gotten hurt or regressed immensely in a season that is... Uh, challenged our love for the game. You know, we got to have, like... For love of the game. For love of the game. We got to have this tiny, glowing little ember in this dark, dark season so we could cup our hands around and make it our own. And that's what we got. That's, a, you know, it's the beauty and magic of sports and all that other gay shit. Let me tell us <laughs> that we'll read about. How can you not be romantic about baseball, right? I'm so happy. Had to not be. I'm so happy for Wayno, even though I know he didn't pocket like that transphobic stuff. But I'm willing to forgive it. I can excuse. I can excuse transphobia, but not ending your career at 199 wins. I'm just your good old Uncle Charlie. I don't know. I don't know any better. But but uh, you love me. The sign for my curveball is two fingers, just like there's two genders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he's going to hear this. He's going to kill us. He's going to show our, He's going to display our corpses in front at his next country music. I caught me a couple of libtard hogs. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> Dude, well, you know what a little chicken fried? Touring. Yeah. Wayno's gonna start touring with Oliver Anthony. I'm. It's this is the dumbest timeline. Oh, it's bound to happen. Is this your goofus? You want to get this ahead could of be your, my new goofus. Okay, do you want to get ahead of your new next season goofus? Yeah. What is it? Wayno's gonna tour with I, Oliver Anthony. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> yeah, me and Oliver here, we put the N in Morgan Wall in. That's what we do. <laughs> And might I say it's a pretty big M, Adam. <laughs> and then they go to sing, and it's just a 20-second bleep in front of a... Well, if it was a normal crowd, it'd be a horrified crowd, but it'd definitely be an excited crowd if they're playing in, like, fucking Ironton or, or Jackson, Mississippi. Hey, this is super off-topic, but have you seen that, uh, that short video that Shane Gillis put out where it's like a, like both engines on a plane give out and then everybody's like calling loved ones on the plane and he's like I'm gonna fucking gets on the phone yeah yeah he like gets on the phone he's like he's like yeah is this a uh, Rick's auto body and glass well fuck you you little fucking pussy I'm yeah gonna, that's I'll be right, right down. You do, I'm gonna kick your ass and then they're like what are you doing he's like well I'm not gonna talk to my wife she's gonna nag me for the last five minutes of my life and then like I think that's one of the funniest videos I've seen in a while. His his fucking sketches are fire. Gillis, uh, when uh when the time comes and we're putting all the libs and conservatives and fascists against the wall, 
Shane Gillis will be the last one placed against the wall. He is. He's a go- he's yeah. a little, he's a little goofy gooferson. That's what he is. I need to actually. I man, I keep saying I'm gonna watch this new special. I just don't like stand up like I used to. I need to sit down and watch it though. So, I saw someone post a clip of him talking about his like the last time white people were cool when they used to talk like this. Shane. And then he's like, in the day oh. white people stopped being cool was Jackie Robinson's first game. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm just like, All right, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go with it. Sure, man. <laughs> what? Why was it? As, what was so special about that game? And why did it? Why couldn't he? Why couldn't he not be the first? One might ask. But you know what? It's a bit. I get what he's doing. I used to write the comedies. Now, I write, I don't know, this shit. This is what you've been listening to. This is my only creative outlet in this world now. It's writing a big-ass docuseries. Well, Tom, little did you know, I've been uh, saving some shekels together, and I'm going to be getting you a uh, sewing machine for Christmas. Oh! Uh, So you'll have a new creative outlet. Oh! I hope I would like if you got me some needles for the yarn and the crochet. Really sharp needles I could puncture my jugular with. Mm, nope, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna. Just, you're gonna have to I'm, die death by a thousand cuts. I'm, actually, I'm you're gonna, gonna have to have the sewing machine. I'm gonna sew my slowly. jugular. I'm gonna sew my jugular in the inseam of a nice pair of pants. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna. That'd be a real fucked up way to kill yourself. Is sew yourself to death. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you would have to build a machine. That that is some mad scientist shit. You like, and you have to show people. You can't just like do it and then people come in and be like, "What the fuck?" Like, view my splendor. <laughs> gaze upon, gaze upon me works in despair. Anyway, this is how it works. <laughs> I get underneath and then I rotate this really heavy wheel and then a giant needle stabs me. <laughs> numerous times and runs fiber optic cable through my body all while I'm in (laughs) being embedded into a giant pair of plaid shorts (laughs) a 60 foot wide pair of plaid shorts (laughs) someone would catch on to you that's the thing you're like he's getting like we don't know what he has all this industrial equipment all this machinery and like it, he toils day in and day out in that garage we hear the the fucking craziest mechanical stuff and then he and then like the thing that would give you away is like and then like a UPS truck showed up and a guy literally wheeled out a carpet wheel a fucking plaid what the fuck does he need that much plaid for <laughs> he said he's making shorts how many shorts is he making I fucking love plaid, dude. Love plaid, bro. You got nice kicks, remember? I did. I got some Air Force Ones, baby. It's none of that Patreon money, so keep throwing that shit at us. Um, Because we really need better mics. I need it, yeah. I need to pay my student loans in the next 10 days. Mm. Just all of it. I mean, you're paid, you know, I... The Patreon tiers are actually uh, thousands of dollars per. I've been lying to you. This is why so many of you are broke. <laughs> um, 
and all we do is say their name and then bully them. Yeah. With no recourse for us, by the way. We none, just none whatsoever. They can just get, <laughs> they'll get in Discord. We pop in from time to time. Be like, <laughs> and then we go away. So, we should join yeah. the Discord. Everyone's active in and they're super friendly. You know, it's a safe space, so to say. But, um. Other other baseball news. Uh, we mentioned Wilson going on the IL. Uh, Ivan Herrera's up. Give him some playing time. Um, we have... Uh, oh, fuck. Who else went? I think it was just... Um, Alec, Alec Burleson. Burleson, his, yes. His, his year's you. over. Oh, God. I was hoping we'd call up Taylor Motter the fourth time, but... <laughs> Burley broke his thumb. Burleson broke his thumb. That's... Not fun. Yeah. How do you rate a season? Um, Taylor Motter, fucking A plus. A plus, a plus, plus. Modder, but Burley, Burley boy. I think I said this. I th- I think I give it. I think I was originally saying a C minus, and now I'm willing to give him a C to C plus. It's kind of hard to step in with your first like full season, and um, he certainly. I mean, he can probably start somewhere. I mean, you know, your rookie season, you have a 690 OPS. I mean, it's, you know, below average, but at the same time, I mean, eh, you know. I mean, that's your very first year. So, I mean, I would say there's a lot to look forward to there. I don't yeah. um, say I have the confidence to think he's going to be like an everyday starter because mainly like his defense like really holds him back. Um, but, like, he's going to have seasons where he won't have a 690 OPS. He'll have some that are lower, and he'll have plenty that are above that. I think his bat-to-ball skills are, you know, too good to just keep a guy like that in the minors all day. Or, They're sorry, simply all day. too good. Too good. That means Juan Yepes gets to come up. <laughs> Hell yeah, y'all. We've yeah. already bitched about it enough, but Juan's up. Oh, yay. Let's see how the boys did. Did, did we... Make any progress? We got shut out. Really? Is it? Why'd we? Who'd we face? The Brewers? We hate them. We hate them so much. Michael has sucked. We know it. Let me see. I didn't even check the box score. I don't even like baseball anymore. You know what I like? Cricket. I want cricket. The wireless carrier. Um. Mm. Let's take a look. Yepes. Oh, for four to start. That's a bummer. But. Yeah, he's going to get more ABs. Kisner went one for four. Captain Kiz, Kizzy McGuire, the glue. And Mason Wynn has been going through it. He's not been having a good time up here. But, you know, it's fine. He needs to come up and do it. Uh, and then, hey, at least they're letting him play most days. At That's least my only him, thing. Let him figure it out. Jose Fermin's up here. Some people are like, why not sue Jay-Z? I said, why start, they don't want to start the eligibility clock on him. So, no. Yeah. Uh, bring Pal- up these other Palacios. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Palacios has been... Palacios, sorry. He's been fucking amazing up here. He might... He's going to play himself onto this roster next season. Um, but he's got like a 850 OPS. He's really good. Yeah. Good for him. He's got, for him. He's got energy. He's got spunk. He's got moxie. A certain uh, razzmatazz, if a you will. A razzmatazz. Oh, f- 
Jesus I'm going to fucking run a hose from my running car into your bedroom. <laughs> Midsummer, your ass. <laughs> He's got a little razzmatazz. I feel, as he says to me, saying I'm, he's going to get me on at the comedy store as if I sign, if I make him my manager. <laughs> he says, I'm going to go far, kid. Yeah, you're going to go far, kid. I, you just got to find your Q zone. You just got to find your Q zone. You know what I'm talking about? Q? He makes all your dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> Wins, uh, yeah, Mason's going through it right now. Amazing defense, um, absolute cannon. We've seen enough plays of that. Um, he's bounced back a little bit, uh, but, you know, he had an O for today. He's been, I think, uh, looking at here, oh, goodness, four for his last 16. Just He's just going through it. But it's okay. It's okay. So, he'll... I'm not sure if he breaks camp and becomes our starting shortstop in spring, but who knows? Um, but at the very least, he is—he's here in terms of his everyday full-time shortstop. He's within a year. You know, he's definitely within that. But. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking Michaelis, though. We gave him forty million dollars. Shaved off his mustache and he's pitching like shit. Oh man! Uh, I just want it all to end. The season, yeah, the I, season are my life. One or the other. Giving up bombs I, to Josh Donaldson. I can't fucking. I can't do this anymore. We have ten more fucking games. So sorry, nine more games. We need to go six and three in those games to avoid ninety losses. We're losing ninety games this season, folks. We may not even win seventy games. <laughs> May not even win 70 games. But hey. Hey. You know, we got we're going to get a good draft pick next year. Yeah, we're going to be a matters. top five. You know, and, you know, Randy Randy Flores, Dizzy Flores from Stir Sheep Troopers. Imagine what Think about it like this. It's not just like a first-round pick that we get, like, first pick in the second round, first pick in the third round, like, or first few. So, I mean, it's like... Collectively, throughout the entire draft, I mean, I think that shouldn't be go unnoticed. That, like, yeah, you get, you're really getting a better deal. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you see what I'm trying to Hold say. Hold on, I'll say it for you. Um, my dick is small. Uh, I am, I am a registered sex offender. My name is Josh Thompson. Um, I am holding Tom against his will. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, not, Hold on, not uh, no, quite no. as in, I, 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 I hate dogs. As in as many words. And babies. Um, <laughs> I do hate the last part. Uh, yeah. um, that is correct. Which is a conundrum, since you are a sex offender. Sorry, I'm having a stroke. I'm like uh, kissing Kate. I'm kissing Kate Barlow in holes. She kissed him, then she killed him, you know? <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow, Josh! I didn't, I didn't know I could find you on the Cape County Sheriff's website. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> there I am, too. All right. All right. Behave. Mm. No, what I... Actually, I had a salient point, but, like, um, my brain's turned to pudding. <laughs> because I wanted to troll you. 
And what happened is, I trolled us both, brother. I forgot what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell yeah, sure, No, that's what I was going to say. Randy Flores does so well with the picks he gets. Imagine what he's going to do with a top five pick in in each round. Imagine what good work he is going to do uh, drafting sooner. So, future... I don't think... It could get worse, right? I was a Rams fan. It definitely could get worse. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite thing. I mean, the is, Cardinals aren't leaving. No, they're not. They should. I don't think we need them anymore. I think we can make... I think we should try a, a softball team. I think that would be good. But I'm, like, reminded of, like, when... Like, my days as a Rams fan, okay? I was, like, in high school. It was second year of the Scott Linehan uh, era, Josh, and they went 3-13. and 13. That was a terrible mark. And I remember... It was a good year for Steven Jackson, though. It was. Steven it Jackson was always put- good... Oh, God, the Rams... Crunk, he should be fucking thrown into a volcano for wasting that guy's career. Um, I thought there is no possible way... Actually, I don't even know if Stan Kroenke was... Owner then. You know what? Fuck him regardless. He should die. Uh, I remember after a 3-13 and season, like, no, no way it could get any worse. You know what happened the next season, Josh? They went 2-14. and 14. <laughs> They fired their coach. They brought in fucking former Saints coach Jim Hazlitt. And I was like, there is no way! After a 2-14 and 14 season, it could get worse. You know what they did next season, Josh? Is that a they went. Jeff? They they went one in fifteen. They won. They they want to quote Bob Uecker. They won. That's all they won was one goddamn game. Yes, they did. They went one in fifteen. <laughs> mm. Oh, and sixteen, baby. So, folks, it can definitely get so much worse. <laughs> we could be a ninety-loss team every season with a top ten offense, but. Yeah, no, but that did suck then because like we still had Chris Long, so like Chris Long was still like he was good, very young. Yeah, you had uh, James Laurinaitis. He was like a Great he was a tackle backer. fucking monster. Yeah, dude. Um, you know they had a lot of like solid like we side Greg, pieces. We had Greg the Leg Zerline, and then he got out. Thank, thank, uh, no, yeah. thank Christ, thank Jesus Almighty in the sky. Fucking Johnny Hecker, Johnny, best punter. Yeah. Um. Better than Pat McAfee. Danny Amendola. We had him. We had Danny Dimes, baby. Danny Deuces. (laughs) (laughs) We had Floppy Sleeves. Yeah. Sam Bradford. Um, We had Jarrett Cook. Good tight end that one season. He he was based as fuck because he was one of the guys that came out in 15 or 2014 whenever uh, Ferguson happened and he didn't. It was like him and Tavon Austin and a couple other guys and they all did like the hands up don't shoot thing. I forgot, yeah. When when they ran out. Yeah, I was like, all right, Jared Cook. Um, Let's go. That was was cool. I forgot about this dude. Robert Quinn. 1970. Robert Quinn. Yeah, man. We pissed all that away. God damn. That was a hey. that was a rough period in football. I'm looking at it here. From two thousand five to twenty to the end of twenty sixteen, obviously. Not one winning season, not one postseason appearance. And 
honestly, they made they won their division in 04 with an 8-8 eight eight record. So Rams fans endured, like, what, 12, 13 seasons with no winning record? It was brutal. Ugh. It builds character. Hey, but we're into fantasy football now. So. How's uh, George Kittle doing so far? I traded his ass. Oh. I got him moved. Because I got to get weird. I, uh, my 49ers defense is got me six points right now. That's all right. Um, I trade him to my buddy, uh, Schlick for, he gave me a fifth rounder in 2024, which is great. I got a top five pick for him and Kittle right now has only netted 5.3 points against the Giants. He has three catches, 38 yards, six targets. Oh, you do half, you half point PPR. Yeah, half point uh, PPR. It's torture league, um, folks. Did we mention this in the last episode? No, we didn't. That's why I've been so depressed. Um, I was set to beat my buddy Jeremy in fantasy football. My first fantasy football win. And Josh and I are watching Monday Night Football. We are just we're we're vibing, dude. I'm drinking beer. We're watching the game. Watching the 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 Browns and the Steelers. And all I needed was a good game from Nick Chubb to win. My Jeremy had Chris Olive. He's got nothing on that. Nick Chubb had 60-something yards in the first quarter. And then he gets, well, you all probably, he gets absolutely fucking kneecapped. He gets turned into a chicken, essentially. It's It was terrible. <laughs> it was gruesome. I hate, they're like, I can watch war videos. I can watch, like, horribly graphic films. And I can watch war films of people being, like, eviscerated by, like, drones and tanks and, like, trench combat, whatever. I cannot handle watching someone break a limb. I cannot, I get nauseous, I get sick. It is horrific. And, uh... As soon as, you know, as soon as ESPN was like, we're not going to show this replay, I'm like, I bet someone in the fantasy league's going to, yep, there it is, right there. They're posting a video of the, I did not <laughs> need to see his fucking knee bend that way. The best reaction was when I showed you, and you turned into the coach from Varsity Blues. What did you say? Do you remember what you <laughs> What did I say? <laughs> ah, he'll be fine. I've seen worse. And I uh, said something. Yeah. I said something horrible. No, I, no, I said I said he just hyperextended it. Hyperextended, like, like, yeah, and then I hyper- showed, yeah, then I showed you him getting turned into a right angle on it. You're like, ah, it ain't that bad. It's fucking broken. <laughs> every ligament's gone. I did say something very funny though. Uh, what did I say? Uh, I was doing a bit as like a like a, like what just a moronic fan. I'd be like, ah, the injury can't be that bad. They don't. What it was? It, there's no injury too gruesome they won't show on TV. What the fuck did I say? It <laughs> fucking killed you. <laughs> oh God. Oh man, it's gonna bug me. It's like ah, that injury can't be too bad. There's no injury too horrible they won't show on TV. <laughs> and then it's Joe Buck. We're it's so bad we're not even gonna show it. And as soon like, as he yeah. said it, you hear all of. I think it's Heinz Field is what it's called. Uh, I don't know. I'm new to football. Just go, oh, as soon as they showed it. They like, showed it on a 70-foot TV in front of 65,000 people. <laughs> and like, oh, fuck that. No, we can't. Oops. 
That shit should have been an IMAX. That was just disrespectful. Yeah, no, we should have Bradshaw review it on IMAX. <laughs> I was sitting so I watched there. the film in 70 millimeter. I went I, to the uh, Science uh, Center, and you could literally see his MCL, LCL, PCL, and ACL snap like strings. I'm like, thank you for that review. I give it nine stars. <laughs> <laughs> silly boys so i had that um my i lost a jk dobbins that went down the first week i lost my i lost i lost i lost my dogs i lost <laughs> i lost my dudes uh my running you back should draft uh jk simmons you should you, you should see if he's a marker in running. my ass now <laughs> <laughs> i need photos of guider man are you dragging or are you rushing? Oh, are Christ. you dragging or are <laughs> you rushing? J. Jonah Jameson as the guy from Whiplash. <laughs> oh, man. I will fuck you like a pig, Parker. <laughs> Jesus, you say that and the first thing Facebook loads is a Spider-Man meme. I'm like, wow, okay, this is... It's going to sound bad. I watched that movie so long ago, and the only other quote I remember him saying that is where he uses the arsler, and I'm like, well, I know two lines from the film. I'm going to fuck you like a pig, and the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Academy Award winning movie, Whiplash, ladies and gentlemen, from the director of Babylon. (laughs) Honestly, I I, I did like that movie. It's Uh, It's an intense film. It is a... Oh. Yeah, it's a good it's a good movie. I don't have as much disdain for Miles Teller as uh like Bradshaw does. He, he hates, hates him. It's because yeah. like he looks like him and he's just projecting. Is that why? It could be. It could be. Could be. Miles Teller once fucked my wife. <laughs> <laughs> what rules, you sons of bitches? He is so pretentious on the screen. What? What did he say uh, when we were watching Kill Bill? And he was like, uh, he, was, he was like shitting on Daryl Hannah. And he was like, she is so shitty in this scene. I'm like, I think she's okay. He's like, no, you don't understand. There's a snake in there. And the snake, she, she doesn't even care about it. The snake is Tarantino's foot fetish. <laughs> it's Tarantino's love for her feet. And she doesn't reciprocate any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a guy that loves feet. That's a guy. That's a guy that loves feet. I wonder if Bradshaw loves feet. I should ask him. No, I think. Based off of what I know about Bradshaw, I think he just likes a nice cheeky broad with cheeky. a lot of spunk and moxie. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, we're gonna go down to yeah. Evans Field. We're gonna watch this new uh, <laughs> guy. Play baseball. <laughs> Me and the fellas. Me and the fellas. What Man. other baseball news is there? Um, I don't think there is any. Uh, actually, the Orioles, or uh, they might make the playoffs. They're yeah. going to. <laughs> they just clinched. They might gonna. They might win this. Well, the yeah, division. but they might not win the division. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm they're locked say. in it with the Rays. who are hot again. Um, our boys, the uh, Mariners, are holding it down. Texas may not make it. Please, God, no playoffs for the Rangers. Um, 
Athletics, uh, I mean, this occurred like a week ago, aren't going to be the worst team ever in baseball history. Um, yeah, the report come out. I guess Bob Melvin's going to be done after the season because uh, him and his GM are at or have a uh, irreparable like relationship. Um, Reds release Hunter Renfro. What else? Do your Tommy Fam call? Oh, we got to engage in some Mets. Hey, your Tommy Fam call out his own teammates. No. Oh what? God, Tommy Fam. He ain't got he motherfucking got no chill. He called, uh, he said of his teammates, least hardest working group of position players he's ever met. Damn. I love him. I love him. Bring him back. But don't play fantasy football with him. He takes that shit seriously. <laughs> um, My question is how he was even in the same, like, league as Jock Peterson. Like, Tommy, you know, I'm like, Jock Peterson should be in, like, a like a better league with better players. Oh, Jesus just... Christ. Yeah. He should be well, in a better well, league with different players. Okay. Players that look okay. like him, huh, Josh? Not players that look like Tom I was and going Pham. to say I was going to say like skill level on the diamond. <laughs> um per uh, per chance. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's not as skilled as 2020 season holder uh Tommy Fam. I get you. Okay. I think uh Tommy Fam is a perfectly <laughs> fine ball player and um a, uh, and deserves everything that anyone else does. Hold on, I waiting. was just surprised that given past um, performances on the diamond, um, mm-hmm. he was necessarily in the same league as, say, uh, Jock Peterson. However, this year, that looks about the same because Jock Peterson is garbage. So I retract my <laughs> statements, all of them, and all of their implications. Thank you for retracting and... your your statements, Mr. David Duke. It is nice to hear you moderate your stances on fantasy Listen football here. leagues amongst baseball players. Listen here, smart Alec. Listen I'm here. A, Come here, big is, tits. Those are my big tits. Come here, big tits. Those are my tits. Oh, no. The way you just said that, I'm picturing <laughs> As a monster in a slasher film, just saying that from the dark. <laughs> Come, Come here, me. big tits. My face ah! is melting. <laughs> like, like a New York pizza. <laughs> Gets defeated by a uh, giant. And it's rat. not New Haven style, if you catch my drift. <laughs> uh. Gonna go down to Cats and get those tits of pastrami sandwich. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna... I'm going to dip that ass in a bowl of matzo ball and really uh, slurp. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> who's your uh, – is Blake Snell going to be your NL Cy Young? Um, yeah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Sure. I'm going to – you know what? I should have researched. I really should research more so playing Baldur's Gate. Um, but, like, he has to have one of the weirdest Cy Young seasons, I feel like. Uh, I mean, one his Cy Young season in Tampa wasn't like that weird. I mean, he had a sub two ERA, but like he's giving up the least amount of hits per nine innings. He is virtually like unhittable, but he's walking five hitters per nine. His walk percentage is thirteen and a half percent this year. Hell yeah! But he's striking out almost a third of the batters he's faced. <laughs> And he's not giving up too many homers. 
and he's not giving up too many hits. It is. It's weird to give the Cy Young to a guy who doesn't average like six or seven innings, right? Like, he is without a doubt the best pitcher in the league this season through five innings. 100% the best pitcher through five innings. You know how many times he's thrown seven innings this season? And this ain't a knock against Blake Snell, folks. All right? He's thrown seven innings three times Nine. this year. Oh, three times. God. He's completed. He's pitched into the seventh three times, completed seven all three. One of them against us. Because the pain never stops here at Worst Fans and Baseball Podcast. He had seven no-hit innings against the Rockies a couple days ago. Where he punched out ten, walked four. Um... He's only faced, I don't know, fucking, what, nine, ten hitters in the seventh? That's that's bonkers to me. A little bonky. Um, I think of, like, here, let me see if I can pull up all past Cy Young winners. I am genuinely curious if he's going to be, um, I mean, a Cy, I mean, he might already hold this because he won the Cy Young in the AL in 2018 with, like, 180 innings pitch. Is he going to be, aside from like when, you know, they get high and give it to a reliever, as a starting pitcher, he's going to have like the least amount of innings for a Cy Young winner? I Let me find Hey, it. you know, I'm looking at, at these uh, leaderboards, and you want to know a fun little name and stat that uh, uh, stands out? What? Games, games started. Miles Michaelis is tied for number one there, baby. He's number one in something. Number 32. One. Okay. Snell ain't going to have the honor of, like, the least amount. Verlander won it, but he did it with... He pitched 175 last... Yeah, he only made, like, fucking 28 starts. And I know Kershaw. There it is. 2014. Oh, he only threw 198 that season. He ain't going to be the least amount, but Snell's going to be in unique company. I don't think it's a bad thing, though. You know, I... There it is. Corbin Burns, 2021, 167. Okay, yeah, yeah. Snell's fine. Snell's fine. It's just... I don't know. It's just odd. Like, Snell... I wouldn't say he came out of nowhere with it. And I don't know if it's, like, a lack of, like, competition. Because, I mean, what, it was, like, Justin Steele? Like... Is our best guy here in the National League. It's just, uh, I guess it's just unorthodox. And maybe, like, yeah. you know, I'm not, and I don't want this to come off like I'm barking at it, but, like, you know, I think this is probably evidence of, like, you know, what you should look for in a modern starting pitcher. Yeah, he walks a lot of guys. He also doesn't get hit and strikes everyone the fuck out. Like, <laughs> Let's see, his only other equal is Strider and Wheeler, and Snell has been better than both Strider and Wheeler, in my opinion. Not on F4, yeah. because he doesn't throw a lot of innings, but I'm going to go, uh, well, I'm going to say F4 is wrong on this one. I thought early in the year, Gallon was going to be the, uh, you know, he'd be a front runner because he's, he had a very good start to the year. He's, he's top, cooled off. Bro, he's top fucking three in F4. Or sorry, top five in well, F4 yeah. in, but, I mean, like, in the National League. He's, like I have him in fantasy, and he's been solid. But like, really, he just goes like five innings a lot in games. Oh, he's been stupendous. He's pitched more than that. He's going to break two hundred innings this season. He's at one hundred ninety-seven right now. 
I think it's because he was just such a workhorse early in the year. But, yeah, I mean, hey. He's cool off. Hey, That's all I'm saying. do you love me? Your boy Logan Webb? Yeah, yeah. He's been fine. For fantasy-wise. Yeah, he's been I mean, good. he's been... He's been very good. He's like Mr. Six Plus Innings, so happy with him. Absolute workhorse. Okay. Um, who's your – I guess A.L. Cy Young I'm going to go with, like, uh, Garrett Cole. Um, there's arguments for, like, uh, Sonny Gray, but I think Garrett Cole, I mean, leads the A.L. in innings, sub-3 RA, punching out dudes left and right. I mean, I think he's earned that. Um, well, you know – I uh, it's it's a real toss up between Jack Flaherty and Garrett Cole, but it is. I'm inclined to agree with you on uh, Garrett Cole on yeah. this one. And uh, I think Shohei should win MVP because uh, why not? And if not him, maybe Julio or Corey Seager. But do you see the stupid shit that Stephen A. said about uh Shohei? Yeah, he's like, not worth five hundred million because he doesn't uh, win. <laughs> He doesn't win, and and they don't, like, sell out every game from people coming to see him. And it's like, yeah, because they fucking suck. Yeah, they have man. the worst front office in baseball. Hey, it ain't like all the other sports where one guy can literally do, maybe not everything, but really carry a team. Um, if you're, like, a star hockey player and you score, on average, three or four points a game, you're getting that team to the postseason. Like, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, they get to the postseason. They choke in the postseason, but they get that fucking team to the postseason. Um, NBA. LeBron James' first NBA Finals. The only fucking guy on that Cavs team. You can literally just have a one-man army on an NBA team. It can be done. It's hard. It's hard to. It, I mean, it's nearly impossible to win a championship that way. But you can definitely get. You can definitely pass the, that first round of the playoffs. You can get to the. You, you can get into the dance. Is how I should put it. You can get into the dance. Mm. And the NFL. What's that Cometown joke with uh, Christopher Walken? And he's like, "May I have this dance? <laughs> May I have this dance? What was? Oh Christ! What was that? Something it, like like waving your dick or something. Yeah, like, waving your dick with Walken or something. Yeah. <laughs> NFL, if your best player on the field is the quarterback, you're going to win 10 games. Look at the Chiefs. In baseball, if you're the best guy, your team maybe wins 65 games. It's so heavily reliant on everyone else. And Shohei does two positions. He does double the workload. <laughs> He's a top and a bottom. He is a top. God damn right. You know what? That's a good. Yeah, he is a top and a bottom. And he's a cute kitten. And it's not enough because the Angels are so shittily run and managed. Their stadium fucking sucks. Just get him out yeah. of there. Get him out of there. He needs to be some. Art Moreno should get the fucking William Wallace treatment. They might like, trade just... Trout. I mean, I'm pretty confident they're going to trade Trout. But. Bro, we're going to get Trout, and then we're going to have, like, the oldest big three in the league. It's going to be sick. Again, because, you know, we're already kind of getting there. We just need one more one more <laughs> legendary urchin. <laughs> we're fucking approaching 40 Goldie and mid-30s Arenado. So. Okay. All right. We fulfilled our contractual obligations. Who's our crumble champ tonight? Uh, mine's definitely Stephen A. The guy just speaks the truth. 
Speaks know. to truth and power. Mine's, um, mine's, you know, the Twitch streamer, the, the, the social media mogul, Fuzzy, who called in the Stephen A. show and gave him a stern butt-chewing. Stephen A., I know he's your dog, but I don't think he knows ball like we do. Stephen A., come on this podcast right now. Yeah. Come on, defend it. Dude, you know, we're, we're like Max Kellerman, but we're stupider. So you might be good. I mean, we'll be like, <laughs> we can't articulate the woke points that Max Kellerman can. But we can say your dick mm. is small. Andre Iguodala. Okay, I don't did not like how you said the first part of it. Anyways. <laughs> Andre? Andre. He said, That's how he said it. No, say his last name. The way Andre Iguodala. I don't know what you're hearing, man. It's peace and love on my end. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the patrons that we're gonna shout out? For um, yeah. We got uh, we got Bravo. Bravo. We got Richie. Richie. We have Jeff. We have Jeffrey. We we have Cran. We have the Cranberries. Um, uh, we have Tyler. We have Tyler. We have Alex. We have Alex. Oh, God, now I'm struggling. We have, um, have Tyler's. I don't know. We can't say I feel like I've, Nick, I feel like we have, a ch- we have a Chester. I've, there's a, there's a, new, a newcomer. Chino. It ain't easy we, being cheesy. We have Chester. Whole, puts a whole fist of flaming Hot Cheetos huh? up his tiger ass. Yeah. The only way I get eyes. The only way I feel anymore is putting flaming hot Cheetos up my striped ass. We have Eric. We have Eric. We have Bob. Um, we have uh, Solomon. Yes. We have Jesus. Um, we call him Jesus. We have a- We have a- Abraham. We have the prophet Muhammad. Um, um Moses. We have um, Abraham Lincoln's ghost. We have a uh, Moisha. Ted Kaczynski. Um. We have uh, Albert. Three of the um, Sleepy Dwarves. Yep. Oh, we got Mushy, Squishy, and Pushy. Yeah. We um. have, <laughs> 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 have Mushy, Squishy, and Tushy. We have <laughs> Mushy, Squishy, and Tushy. Dude, I think I think Rudy Giuliani's a vampire and he bit me. <laughs> Come here, big tits, meet my friends. Mushy, squishy, and tushy. I actually said pushy and not tushy, pushy. just for the record. Oh. Yeah. Mushy, squishy, and pushy. Sometimes she's pushy, other times she's tushy. <laughs> oh great! I think we got them. I think we got them all. Yeah. Um, chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Um, yeah. Cilantro. We have, uh, we have cilantro. Yeah. yeah. We have uh, and a- Andromeda. Andromeda. Yeah. We have, um, um. We have Triumph Motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. Raytheon, uh, Halliburton. We got them too. Yeah. Yeah, State Farm, um, Solid Snake. You can, you can bundle and save. Still around. Um, yeah, weirdly, Jared Fogle is Jared now a uh, Fogle. patron. Not like uh, Subway, like Jared Fogle, like post him. 
Yeah. We need to put minutes on late, the calling card. So we can... Late stage Jared Fogel. Nate Silver, uh, too. Yeah, although Nate Silver's cool. Uh, 538's the shit. Yeah. Um, John Fetterman? Yeah. We have John Fetterman, we and John Fetterman. he is not dressed up a certain way, let me tell you. Oh, he yeah. He's letting it loose. To our new tier, we have the John Fetterman bikini calendar. Mm. <laughs> We're, uh, it's not him. It's just us wearing masks of him in uh. bikinis. Yeah. You know, the thing... The thing I like about John Fetterman is that he looks like if you mixed a giant with a gargoyle, and I think that's fucking sick. He looks uh, like a giant if you mix a, a giant and a gargoyle and like a, a, a an union Italian, boss. An, yeah, no, an, a union boss or an Italian deli shop owner. He's uh, got that mustache going right now. Well, he's also got that like Silvio Dante fucking posture. He like does. he's got he's got Tony's brain. Um, he's got <laughs> Silvio Dante's posture. Yeah. Um, uh, he's got Polly's. Oh, I was gonna say Polly's ticks, but that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ralphie's humor. <laughs> I was gonna say he looks like he looks like uh, Guinea Prime. He looks like Papa Joe yeah. with the mustache. Vito's sexuality. Um, he, looks, he looks like Nico's daddy o. That's what he does. God. Nick's okay. dad is the funniest man. Um, yeah. He he's fucking he, Mormons. I he should do stand out. up. Like like I like like I'm not kidding. His his Have shit fun. on Brad Thompson, Mormons, every, all of it, top tier shit. Um, I told you like when we first started this pod, Nick sent me a video of his dad getting like just talking shit on Paul Goldschmidt. Like a two for fuck, you're two for four. So fucking what? Like you just hate it. <laughs> well, shit apple doesn't fall too far from the shit tree, huh, Ricky? Yeah. <laughs> All right, who are we fucking tonight? I gotta play Baldur's Gate and jerk off. Um, I would say any bootlickers who don't think uh, major league ball players should get their bread, get paid. Fuck Stephen um, A. And those who. Uh, about baseball like him. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, um, so. fuck the Brewers. And the Brewers. Fuck them with a dead man's They're stick. a they're a mid team in a poverty franchise and I don't care if they win the division, they can't it means nothing. Yep. They like don't matter. They're like not don't real matter. People. It's gotta be it's gotta Wait, what were you saying about the stanzas last night? What was that quote? It's gotta yeah. be what? Oh, oh, it's gotta be quality on my end, or, or else no fucking deal. No fucking deal. deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye, everyone. Fuck the Brewers and Steven. Good night, folks. <laughs>